up, bitches! Okay, welcome. Welcome. Marty, you're the first person to get here early. I've met, well, you're definitely the first comic to get here. I'm always crazy early. (laughs) I'm paranoid about being late. Yeah, well, you weren't even close. You were, I think you got here like 431. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know it was here. I thought, like, my my in laws just left, and I thought they forgot something because I heard something at the door. I opened it up, and he was there. (laughs) He didn't. So anyway, I appreciate it. But yeah, I was you're glad a- the parking was easy. Parking, oh yeah, parking's easy here. Unless there's like a football. I always game worry easy. about parking whenever I go somewhere. I hate getting in bad ticket situations. I don't worry about it anymore because I don't really go anywhere anymore. I'm, I'm I think of going places is, is just a thing in my life that's just done now. Especially now that I have like a five month old. Like we really don't go anywhere now. I'm actually going somewhere on Saturday. I'm really excited. We've been planning for like three weeks. We're gonna go see. Uh, we're gonna go to Crowbar. And uh, there's like a, a music, like a little mini music thing. And I have like five guests that are on it. And the Locally Grown podcast is doing it. So we're all just going to go and watch like Mikey Silas and Apostle Jones. And then some other like just, you know, good bands and good guests. But we've been planning it for several weeks now. And I'm still not, it might fall apart still. We just don't go anywhere. So are the sandwich people going to be there? Yeah, they have a huge list. It's from like noon until basically they say from noon until whenever. Like it just goes. There's like probably twenty to twenty five different musical acts, and oh, wow. five or six of them have been on here. They're all really good, and all cool people, and I really like. I like the, the sandwiches there. I've never <laughs> been to Crowbar. I've never been there. I've, I'm I'm excited to go. It's an I get the roast right? beef. Done. Yeah. That, that's my plan. Dude, Dude, I, I love Marty just being like, "This is what I like." Yeah, about the, you know. I'm finally going to leave the house. Here's all this music little fest I'm going to go to. And you're like, sandwiches. <laughs> Good for you, man. Sandwiches and hey, Pepsi. go with what works for you. <laughs> I don't think they have Pepsi Crowbar. I think they have a generic cola, which is fine. I like I like a generic cola better than Coke. Why Why Pepsi versus Coke? I, like, I just like Pepsi better. I grew up drinking Pepsi. My parents only bought Pepsi. They didn't buy Coke. Oh, I guess that makes sense because we bought Coke. Did you get all the Pepsi points back in the day? Oh, shit. I didn't know how that worked. That. You didn't know how it worked? You, you would have had, like, a Pepsi card with as much <laughs> Pepsi as you drink. It's just the yeah. labels, wasn't it? Yeah, you just, yeah, like, you just the tear the label. Off. You would just tear the labels off, and you would get points. If you if that was back then, and you were taking part of that with as much Pepsi as I'm pretty sure you drink, you would have, a like, a Pepsi Land Rover. Yeah. Like, you would have your own Pepsi car. Now, there's no contest right now with Pepsi. I, I would like to see a Pepsi contest. They did away with all that stuff. They used to have, like... I remember there's one you had to... Everyone had... You had to find the R in the, the saying for the Pepsi saying. And uh, you win something big. And some girl claimed she had the R. Hmm. And she lied. The only one I miss from my childhood is the uh, the McDonald's Monopoly thing. I well, my really... sister used to used to run that. And there was a big scandal with that. Some guy was cheating. Oh, yeah, there was a big scandal with that. He was a he was a cop. It was a cop, t- ex cop too, and he uh, he was cheating. He was he was he was giving the the big winning tickets and taking part of the money when people would cash them in. 
Oh, oh, so he was part of the production. So he was part of the team that was handing out the prizes if yeah. somebody won. Yeah, and, and he, he was would, shorting he, people. He would give them to people, and they give him part of the money. Oh, I was gonna say, how do you cheat in that? <laughs> My cousin had a paper route and would pull all the McDonald's slips out of like the Sunday that's paper. That's smart, man. I really thought I was gonna win. I really did. That was the first time I realized that I was kind of dumb. Cause I like I really I, I was so excited about it like I was like oh my god I got this I just need this and that's it and no one pulled me aside and said the reason first of all everyone has those two like they hand them out all the time and there's one in the world it's probably in India that you need to actually complete this little this little park place I never got thing. anyone anything big I really used to, I won fries yeah, and a yeah, Sunday yeah, yeah. and things that. like that but that's it yeah we all and got I, I won quite a bit because I worked at McDonald's and I would cash them in at a different McDonald's which I wasn't even allowed to play the game they wouldn't let you play the game because you worked at McDonald's yeah you're not allowed to you know not allowed to cash in the the even for a free fry or something doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, that's something for you. That's between you and McDonald's. <laughs> You're outing yourself, Marty. Quit snitching, bro. <laughs> Wait, do they still do the, the Monopoly game? No, they don't. I was going to say. Well, I, I also haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. But, yeah, if I, I would, I'd go back to the one on 117th, and I'd visit that maybe once a week, get some fries. Because you had to get large shit. You had to get a large Coke and a large fry to get the Monopoly stickers that were stuck on everything. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like you couldn't do like a small fry. They're like, if you're going to play this game, you're going to buy the biggest shit we have. You had to right. buy, yeah, you had to buy the large stuff to actually get that. They were on the hash browns. I remember getting the hash browns. Oh, that's and right. That's, that's right. Okay. They were on the hash browns. Yeah, I remember that. But I, yeah. We'd get two hash browns if we okay. went to McDonald's during Monopoly season. Fuck, I'm just win. hungry now. I'm just hungry. Do you eat at McDonald's all the time? I eat a hamburger every day. Every and day. And I started losing weight once I stopped eating the fries with it. That'll I'm allowed to it, get the fr- a small fry. It used to be medium fry. Now it's a small fry you're allowed to get with your meal. And uh, I, I don't do that anymore. And I've lost quite a bit of weight. Like yeah, a burger pounds. and fries every day. And if you stop that, that's gonna you're going to peel weight off. Yeah. Damn. You should be McDonald's Jared Fogel party. <laughs> every day you have like you're just like a regular Not party. every day. I work there three days a week. Okay, but the days you work I was there, working work? four days a week. Now I work three days a week. What do you just get a regular burger or do you get like a like a uh, burger pound? with ketchup only, no onions. Now they put um we put the onions on on the on the burgers on the grill. Or at least most people do. Some people do it in the tray, which you don't get them all that way. And uh um, um, they change it. It's much more difficult to cook the burgers now because we're only allowed to cook six at a time. Before I was doing like I was supposed to do uh, sixteen, but I was doing twenty, just so I wouldn't have to cook them as often. And uh, uh, now we only do six at a time. And that's my my view into the the, the world of McDonald's. I was always curious what happened because honestly, the fact that you're cooking them, I'm blown away. I honestly thought you were heating those up in like a microwave. No, we cook no. them on the grill, and there's a plant and comes down and cooks the top of it, and so you don't have to flip them. How long have you been at McDonald's? Uh, I've been there three different times. I started in 2006. Damn, so you're like a legacy. To 2009, <laughs> then from. Then uh, from like 2017 to 2019, and then then from 2000, I started in like 
a year over a year, a year and a half ago about now. Damn, you've been there a lot. That's a long time for a, yeah. for one place. Yeah. Good for you, bud. And how long have you been doing comedy? Since November 2004, but for a while I had an enlarged prostate and I couldn't work because I had to pee every three minutes and I couldn't do comedy and because there was a curfew there, we weren't allowed out at, at night. There was one open mic I could get to and uh, do a, li a little bit of time there. <laughs> and... Uh, um, Oh, and uh, uh, so I, I didn't do comedy for like four or five years while I was in the group home. But then my uh, cousin referred me to someone that did laser surgery on my prostate. And then they uh, gave me the right meds. Now I don't have to pee for long periods of time. I can go for long periods of time without peeing. This more is already no, more this is my favorite. I don't have to person. ask any questions. It's like my, su <laughs> it's like my superhero. My yeah, superhero that's gift. All. Well, yeah, if you had to pee every three minutes and then all of a sudden, like, now you got your whole day back, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that should be your hero, man. Well, now that we've gotten into the prostate talk, I think it's a good <laughs> time to start. Like, so, uh, Marty Malloy, the recent winner, Cleveland Seeing, best comic in the city. Best Congrats. local comedian. Best local comedian. Male. Mary Santoro won female. Tabitha Jones came in second. God damn. Yes. Yes. All that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, man. That's and John really Armstrong got robbed because he's very good and he didn't even place. He's better than you? I don't know if he's better than me. Wait, <laughs> he was, I thought he was in the top five. He, oh, he no, was, but he was seen nominated. Seen only placed seen the top only three. The top three. Oh, but he and was Ryan nominated. Ryan Poe came in third, which I don't agree with. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there. So you think it should have been. John, you, Armstrong, John Armstrong, you, you Squire and Bill and Squire, either or that or Bill Squire, John Armstrong. You don't care about who who's next after you. I hey, I I have no I, I have no problem with that list. I think Armstrong's very funny. I'm gonna help nominate him for next year too, and I want to nominate Bob McClure next year. Okay, Bob's well, very funny, dude. Bob is very funny. He's one of my favorite comedians, and Tabitha Jones is too. I voted for Tabitha many times. <laughs> Many times. Oh well, yeah, you can vote like you vote every, once yeah, a day. You can vote once a day. Is that why that. Tabitha came in second? Yeah, because <laughs> Marty, the, the Marty, Marty train, <laughs> the Marty bump. <laughs> well, also joining us, and hopefully we'll have a much smoother exit this time around. It's Kyle Horner. So, Horner. Every single time, on horse, it's good. I know, but every time I, I feel like I'm. It's just the alliteration just throws me off. So the family, like where we're from, they say Honorst. Hon but that's oh, too hard to explain. I no, just go Han Horse. Han Horse, cool. And so, uh, so you, well, how's it really oh. supposed to be pronounced? <laughs> Han Horse is fine. Okay. Okay. Well, yours is easier. Marty Malloy, no, no issue there. But uh, but the thing is with Malloy, like in contests where they vote for people, when they say Malloy, I think I, sometimes they might not get votes if they have to write down the, the name because they don't know how to spell Malloy. Was it an M A M U M O? But yeah, but I'm sure they can decipher who they're voting for, unless there's a, a Malort also there, or like a yeah. Milan. You know, if, there, if there's a lot of similar names, I'm sure they can figure you out. Okay. There's yeah. no Mike Malone. <laughs> there's Columbus. a Mike Malone in Columbus. Not anymore. In Columbus. There was one years ago up here, I think. He wasn't up here. He was in Columbus. No. I don't know. You know better than me. I do feel like you would know better. You got some some stuff. I remember when I just listened to you on Squire's podcast, you were remembering certain dates from like 25 years ago. Oh, I don't mean I don't mean like like oh yeah, that was in 2004. You were like that was June 30th, 2004. 
Oh, that's when I got hit by the car. Yeah, no, that was it. Yeah, like you remember that? Well, I guess that's maybe a more of a. Me- well, I don't know. I've been, I've had several accidents. I couldn't even tell you what month that they've happened in. The, the, I got hit by the car in uh, June thirtieth, nineteen ninety. Yeah, that was it. And uh, I, I, I remember, the, remember seeing the July fourth uh, fireworks outside the hospital window. And I was on morphine, which was cool. I was like, <laughs> clicking, clicking, give me more, give me more, give me more. <laughs> I've only had to do that one time, and I know I know the clicky, give me more sensation, so you were right to do that. My friend snuck me in KFC, but he got busted. He couldn't bring it to me. Wait. In I the hospital. Me. Oh, I sorry. I thought he was trying to sneak morphine into KFC. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you seem pretty jovial, man. I mean, are you I'm riding I'm in a good on? mood. I got a good show tonight. I'm doing a, a fundraiser for someone that's either died or is sick or something. <laughs> uh, I don't really, know what it is. Really tugs on the heartstrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thoughts and prayers to whoever the fuck someone that at, is. I think it's someone at the matinee um, bar. Yeah. I think it's someone there. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. Well, that's not in Akron. And that's where, is that where you're coming from? No, I'm, I live in Cleveland now, but we do two festivals. One's in Akron. Yeah, the, the I lived rubber. in Akron for years. Okay, yeah, I got everyone yeah, sick at the Rubber City Comedy Festival. I showed up with uh, COVID and transmitted it to everyone. Everyone got like eight people got COVID. I think it was more than eight, Marty. <laughs> more than eight. Are you patient zero of com- of comedy oh, COVID? Yes. He goes up on stage. He goes, "I'm itchy." And Brian Kenny was there, and he goes, "I'm itchy. I'm not feeling good." And Brian goes. Do you think you might have COVID? And it, like, it hits you. Like, right there. It's like, oh, shit, it might be COVID. <laughs> and then they said, come to the stage, Marty Beloy. He goes up. He goes, <coughs> I think I might have COVID. Didn't the say. And then, yeah, and then just immediately left. We wiped the mic off, and it was just too little too late. Oh, that, I'm, I'm sure everyone that, that you got sick understood that. No, it was my fault. Everyone's mad at me. Who, who? Someone was really mad at me. I forgot who it was. Dave Harrod, because he's really, really fat. Dave Harrod was really mad at me. He, he, he put me another show. He's like, "You better not give me COVID." Do you know how? Like, is it like north of ten you gave COVID to? I don't know anyone that's actually. Yeah, it was around more than much. ten people. I think. Oh, really? <laughs> it was both. Yeah. Wait, when was this? everyone at Cleveland this... Akron Comedy was posting they had COVID? Is this like twenty twenty? It was 2021. 2021. Okay. It was like another like little uptick, and uh, it was because of Marty. So <laughs> still in the official COVID times if you're in 2021. Everything was open. No, no yeah. I've got the updated open, but vaccine. We're still doing the, we're still yeah. up and down. Okay. I got the updated vaccine, so hopefully I'm good. Well, it didn't work. Oh, no, you the updated one. No, well, I, I, don't know, updated. I, I don't know. I, I hope got the, the updated one works better. I got the vaccines and the boosters. My wife and I still got it. You know, I yeah, think it I might, it might just the, minimize it or, or prevent. It's not. It's not stopping anything. Obviously, it certainly didn't stop you. Just spreading. You're over here like the black Chris, plague. Chris Paul <laughs> sa- says that all the people he's picking up that are dead, a lot of them are are anti-vaxxers that don't get COVID COVID vaccines. <laughs> that die of COVID. There's a comic that runs the Rose Battle show with me, and his bo- his job for a living is he picks up like, oh somebody died, he goes and picks them up and. Really? Yeah. Like a. What he's a a, a corner or yeah I guess that's the technical not the thing. actual corner that's doing like autopsies the corner, but he no. like the like the the driving the truck to pick people up yeah the, he goes to your house or meat like, wagon whatever they call it in the eighties <laughs> yeah 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 picks up the body and takes it to the to the Ew, funeral home fuck what a job I don't know how he does it oh god I bet you the money's probably pretty good because that's not yeah, something you get a I lot don't of think people so to... oh it's not <laughs> no so it's... he's not making he's not making 
a ton of money, dude. I don't think. Well, I thought it would be okay money. It's like that that dude that like changed the that that like washes windows like on on the Empire I State Building. Watching. Like you know, like I mean, no one wants the job, so it pays pretty good because you can't find anyone right. to do it. I thought oh, maybe that yeah, would be I'm that. sure. I think those window washing people make pretty good money, even they regular do. windows. There's that one guy like in those those. My big, friend uh, did it, and he made good money. There's uh, those big like uh, towers that have those light bulbs at the top. Um, there's like somebody that actually I think they pay them something like twenty grand a year just to go change two light bulbs like once a year or something like that because they can't get anyone to do it. It's crazy, stupid high in the air, and everyone's like, "No, that sounds horrible." But you can actually pay somebody that will actually do that, but you got to pay them a lot, which is why I thought the Hearst guy or the guy yeah, that's driving that. I don't know what he makes for the record. I mean, he, he might be rolled in the dough. Well, you well you don't know if he's. You I'm don't sure think he he's makes poor, more than I do at McDonald's. You can but confirm McDonald's he's pay not went rich. Up. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Much. You can confirm he's not rich. It's a commission based job, which is wild to me. Oh, jeez. Oh so, yeah. So By the body. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, man, I need some people to die so I can get some billable hours. Move you know? to Chicago. Yeah, right. Well, you'd think <laughs> Cleveland would have plenty, you know, but. I don't think it would be that many. I'd move to Florida or Chicago, like a high crime area where all the old people are. That's where I'd go. <laughs> I'd go to Florida or Chicago or maybe like Los Angeles uh, or Texas. They like Okay, well, there. let's get to the point. 78th Street Studios, November 8th. <laughs> said, I'm, cut the bullshit. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm performing stand-up comedy. And who's on the show? Do you know? I don't know all the names on your show right now, but it's Marty's show is the first headlining show of the festival. It's Wednesday, November 8th at 7 p.m. at 78th Street Studios. And that, you know, have you in the basement where the pinball machines are? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. The shows we like. It's we called built Super Electric, I believe. Okay. Well, Super Electric's down the street now, but that's now it's called the Pinball Lounge. Oh, it's know. called the Pinball Lounge. They're owned by Super Electric, same place, right? Yeah, kinda. So the Super Electric guy used to fix the pinball machines in that space, and I know him through a mutual friend and was talking to him, and they used to do some stuff with Ramon back in the day, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to repurpose this and start doing commie there?" So we did that pre-COVID. He moved out, and so now we've been trying to get back in there. Like, we built the stage. Like, those chairs and tables are from, like, my mom's subway that she closed down. And oh, okay. It's like a whole comedy club in there, and they rent it out now. And it's a cool space. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Do they have what, bands in there ever? I don't think so. Okay. I think they just rent it out for, like, cocktail hours for, uh, like, weddings and stuff yeah. now. But Some of those places are good for sound, but then bad for certain sound. So a comedy show would make sense, but like a full band in there, it might just be like a wall of noise and doesn't like make any sense. So I I think we talked about it last time you were here, and I can't remember, guys, it's been at least a year and a half. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since you were here, so I'm glad you came, buddy. I appreciate appreciate you reaching out. Um, So what are the the, the full dates of of the the Rubber City? (laughs) November 8th through 11th. So it's the Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah. and we got shows, you know, we have multiple shows every day. Saturday is kind of our big day. Brad Wenzel's performing. Yeah, Brad Wenzel. He, he, I want to get one of his Frisbees if he still sells them. Do you know if he still sells them? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll find out. I'll it make says, sure he It says, them. I bought this from Brad Wenzel. And it's got a picture of Bigfoot. I'll make sure he brings one for you, Marty. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we have Brad Wenzel Saturday with John Armstrong. Who got hosed in the Cleveland comedy voting? I heard. Yeah. Marty <laughs> Marty voted for himself. And but you were voting for things. Tabitha the whole time. Why couldn't you throw John so, throw, throw John a bone? I vote for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, shit. But John John's doing Saturday along with Wenzel. And then we have uh, Amber Altry, who's an up-and-coming comic. She's a killer. 
she just released a she uh, from? Don't Tell special Nashville. Um, it's get a bunch of traction. She's just real funny. Um, Nashville has some funny comedians. Oh, yeah, they do, dude. It's a good scene down there. Uh, Morgan Gallo, who's done both of our festivals, is Friday night as well. And she's got a pretty big internet following and uh, very funny and hardworking and, like, great to be around. And then Thursday night is Big Chevy from Akron. Do you know Chevy at all? Chevy Terrell's I, hilarious. I, yeah, I dude, do, he's yeah. a monster. Yeah. I, I like when he talks about uh, playing tag uh, in uh, when as a kid <laughs> and he says he's still in and he's 40-year-old. <laughs> Chevy did Rubber City last year and, like, crushed. And he's just, like, a guy that's been around forever and uh, – we decided, like, rather than try to go get some, like, big-name person this year, let's get people that have done the festival, have been around, and, like, just see where it's at, you know? Do you, I mean, for those, do you, li- I mean, do you like to mix it up with, quote-unquote, big names versus local people? Or, I don't know, what, or, I don't know when you're putting something like this together, or when, when you're putting, like, these lineups together, like, what are your... I, like, I understand, obviously, booking a Marty and a John Armstrong, but... I, Brian used to talk about this a lot, like about the flow of like a show. You know what I mean? Like, like when you're kind of putting these together, like how are you deciding who's what or on certain days, or, or are you just filling in the blanks? I mean, how do you do it? That, that's such an, a big undertaking. Well, I mean, like with like shows, like just a regular show. I would say more like the festival. The festival, yeah. So what we do is, is we have a submission process. People submit comics. We get comics from all over the how world. How many submissions too. did you get? Uh, hundreds hundreds and hundreds like oh, really? that's what i mean like, that's, over that's 250 so much, i don't yeah. know exactly what the uh, number is the, the flagship city comedy festival got 240 yeah we had we had more than that okay um well, i don't like to disclose a bunch of the numbers no, marty cool. no you're cool you didn't ask me marty trying to how much this how much that i'm just like god damn marty shut up dude. he's a stat guy man he i know i know he needs to know the stats but i mean like and that that's a good example uh like that's to go through that and kind of figure out like who is the best one. Are you trying to group certain people in the same or just trying to balance it out? Like it's such a big undertaking. What we do is we have multiple people watch every video and then we, we have a grading scale and we score it. And then we basically like have a couple spots. We make sure we get enough locals in. Yeah. Um, We want to make sure that. that we have locals. So we have some designated spots for locals. And then like we just let the math do the talking. So if there's somebody that, like, I thought was great and another person's thought was great, but everybody else thought they sucked, we all go back and watch that video. So if there's, like, a, you know, a, a deviation in, like, the scoring, we go back and, like, relook at those and we all rescore it. And then we just kind of let the numbers do the talking. And it's, it's almost, like, cut and dry. This year was a little harder than last year. It wasn't. Last year we did the lineup and there was, like, a finite line of where, like, Okay, here's the cutoff. This is easy. Let's send out the emails. Okay. This year it was, we got a lot of really good submissions this year. Um, so we had to make some tough choices, like nationally and locally. Now, um, what are your what are your videos? Five to ten minutes? Yeah, the comics send in like a five minute video, five to seven minutes. Okay. And then we watch all of them. Um, it's, it's. I really like the process of it, but it's. It's overwhelming. I mean, it's really oh, overwhelming. Yeah. Um, if you get hundreds, I'm not saying you get hundreds, but uh, that kind of got millions outed. of submissions. Millions of submissions. We got we got one million. You, say you got a hundred. <laughs> you, you, you got a hundred, and it's like average five, seven. Say it's an average of six minutes a piece. Man, that's a that's long. A lot that's time, a lot. A lot to watch. And then yeah. kind of like what you said, some are watching some, some are watching another. So there has to be a consensus, and you kind of have to trust someone else. Like 
they're good with this. But again, I know you guys kind of know each other. Like, I mean, as soon as Kyle walked out, I could tell you guys know each oh, other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Together, so. yeah we were what about I think like Kyle's a- very funny. I saw him at Secret Society. He was very good. Him and Tabitha Jones did a great set that Man, night. Love that I've girl. never done it. Secret Society. Yeah, you did. When? At May Hall's. Oh, it wasn't Secret Society. It was at May Hall's, but it wasn't Secret Society. It was at Society. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, at yeah. home. I was supposed to do it a couple weeks ago, but I was out of town. Okay. Anyhow. <laughs> I'm and say, I've you never and done Tabitha it. did really good. Thanks, Marty. I gotta look up this Tabitha girl. She's, she's funny. She's very funny. She's like twenty percent of the she, podcast so far. She does a lot of <laughs> a lot of very different types of jokes. Okay. What do you? Uh, what about you? So like, well, first of all, like when you're when you're talking about you want to get enough local people and like somebody like Marty established, obviously really really funny. Does he still have to submit a reel? I tell him not to, but he still I, does every do year. You really. I, I I I didn't submit one this year. Okay. And well, then he I knew. found out I was headlining. Oh, he knew. I was like, Marty, don't send in a video, or or I'll just say like, there's a submission fee. I'm like, Marty, I'll give you a promo code. Don't pay. You've paid us money in the past, <laughs> and he does. He just he pay, he pays and submits like everybody else. And it was, I brought it up to like the people that worked on the festival, and everybody was like, that's a great idea. Yeah, no brainer. So Marty's really never like headlined, headlined. Have you? I've never headlined a show. I'm going to do like 40 minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, I've never headlined a show doing 40 minutes. I've I've supposedly headlined shows doing 30 minutes like I'm doing tonight. But that's it. Gotcha. And I've done 38 minutes one time a long time ago. Cool. I'm excited for it. I uh but 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 a lot of that 38 minutes I was I was really poor and I was kept trying to sell my shirt over and over again. <laughs> well, do that a couple times. That's okay. Like if it do 45 if you want to sell your shirts. It's fine. Just I was amazed at how much you were selling before we started recording before you got here. Like he's he's had nights where he's selling like 120, 150. I've sold 172 is my most. One time I think that I did that at Bill Squire's Christmas Quantica, and another time I did that at uh um uh, Secret Society in uh, Elyria Country Club. A country club in Elyria. Okay. Have That's you a s- lot. I'm sorry. Have you seen Marty do stand-up? Five or six times, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. No, he. I was telling him, like... Uh, I gave him my wristband. Nice. My, uh, tell him what it says. <laughs> uh, it, it says, I took this from a ginger kid. Marty says, banned against bullying. <laughs> uh, I, 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 my joke for that goes, as you can see, I'm wearing an anti-bullying wristband. I support the cause. I didn't buy it. I took it from some ginger kid. <laughs> I did. And I sell a I lot do, of those wristbands. I, think, I just got them. I think uh, I, I did. This is a true story. I, I met Marty in 2018. It was the first time I was putting on a comedy show, and like Armstrong was on it, Sternick was on it. And uh, I... I didn't know any comics, so I just knew a guy who knew a comic, and the comic was John Armstrong. And we're like, yeah, we don't care who you get. Just get comics. We don't know comics. And Marty was one that came. Marty, just like today, we were at the Bottle House over here in Lakewood. Marty was easily an hour and a half early. <laughs> Honestly, it might have been you even You know earlier. I'm always early, Kyle. I was setting up chairs and everything. Like, I mean, and he just walked up and goes, hi, I'm Marty. Good to meet you. Excited. And then he walked away from me, and <laughs> I was like, uh, I looked at my buddy, and I was like, who the hell was that? And then someone's like, that's one of your comics. I'm like, why is he here so <laughs> And then he just, and then he went up and he, honestly, man, you killed. You were so, everyone in that show obviously had a really good time. There's like seven comics, but everyone was asking me about you. And I'm like, I don't know. I met the dude tonight. But then I think I'd probably seen you 
five or six times since then. I saw you at the Winchester a little bit ago with Bill. Oh, I was at the Winchester with uh, Jim Florentine recently. That was a really yeah. good show. Everyone did good on it. Me, Joe Howard, and, and Jim Florentine. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen you. I've, Joe I can't Howard remember all of them, but I've seen show. you. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I've seen you a bunch of times. You're uh, you're you're a sh- you're a you're a show stealer, man. You really are. And I will tell you, Marty, too, because I've had a lot of comics on here. A lot of them are very, I mean, they love you to death, and they've all kind of said the same thing. You're uh, you're kind of like the uh, uh, you're you're kind of like one of the Cleveland Ghosts. Uh, recently, uh, a feature act at a show I was on told me that the headliner, who's a famous comedian, wants me to write for them, but that, they haven't contacted me. Who's but the who's the comedian? I'm not going to say. Carl, you're going to tell, tell me off the air. I'll tell you off the air. I'll okay. tell you the numbers. Right. I'll tell you all the financials, <laughs> everything for the Cleveland Comedy Festival. You you tell me who you're writing. Tell for. me what are you netting for? The, what are you netting for the the, the comedy festival? Like, like oh, the, red, uh, dude, it's red. <laughs> it's it is. Red. It is. It is. How do you how do you go fix that? We're trying. I mean, COVID. COVID, yeah. When I COVID. took over, like we had a big, a big credit card debt, so yeah. like that's kind of what we're working, pay off. So I mean, like we're not drowning. We've we've been okay every year. You um, know, you can get PayPal credit and you can buy things over a hundred dollars. You don't have to pay for six months. I'm well, not. I'm not. It's not that broke. Okay. You know, like we're not. Basically, what it boils down to is like I don't take a paycheck or any money from it. Well, I mean, like, nobody's getting paid, and like I know, what you're so saying. it's all volunteer. But like all the comics are getting paid. Like the venue's getting paid. Like. Um, you know, we, ideally the one year we were able to pay all the comics, all the comics that were on the festival, even if it was like 20 bucks. So, I mean, that's what I want to get to with it is that we don't even have a submission and we invite people and just pay them, you know, it's tough now. Like it's tough with anything, whether it's entertainment, whether it's anything, anything that's like, that's not a necessity. It's a luxury, even though people still like doing it because it's a, it's a weird juggling act. Like ever since COVID things have changed, less people are working because people figured out, Hey, you know what? I don't want to work. And now we figured out a way to not work and still make our household shit be okay. And then there's also like other people that are getting more kind of frugal about things, but then they still want to spend money on things like that. Like it's still kind of a juggling act, but I feel like people still, anything that's booze related, that's kind of fun, like a comedy show or like a music venue, something like that. People still kind of will shell out for that though. But I know what you're talking about. I mean, not to the level that you do. I've only done like eight shows. And I mean, yeah, it's it's a juggling because you want to pay everybody. You do because yeah. you want them to come work, you know, work with you again. And, you know, being able to kind of pay them obviously helps with that stuff. But and then you have other things like and yours is such uh, so much larger because there's a lot of more moving pieces over a several day you know, time frame, too. Well, I mean, it's still like even if like a comic from like, I don't know, Iowa shows up like we have we have we do headshots. We do videos. We have high quality videos. That we send out to everybody. Um we have bookers come in. I have like two or three clubs coming this year. Um, and a couple other people that book on a reg. Uh, so like people have gotten work through the festival. So, I mean, it's beneficial for people to come up and it's just like fun. You know, it's like a big hangout for them. They get to meet people. So then if they're ever on the road, they can say, Hey Joe, can I crash on your couch? You know, I'm coming through on my way to Chicago or, you know, whatever. So I've had, you know, people getting Botched from like Akron, Cleveland, and New York at like the stand or other comedy clubs because they know a comic that came and did the festival and they got them on a lineup in a, in a big club. So, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to doing it. I just like to be an ambassador for the scene and 
a resource and just try to help out as much as possible because I'm too big of a pussy to quit my day job and go <laughs> on the road. And it's it's a grind. I mean, to really make it is, Would you do that when you retire from your job? Would you go on the road for comedy? If my wife wanted to go with me or if my wife was dead. Oh, okay. Those it would be those, like, I'm in a marriage two. now. Like, I, I got other priorities, so. Okay. Yeah, those are two really big. Yeah, either... She cool with it. She dead. Those are the two. I have to be careful how much money I make in comedy because I'm only allowed to make $1,470 a month at anything and still get my disability. And you'll lose benefits if you make more than that. Okay. But but, I've, but it, once I'm 66 and a half, uh, the income requirement goes away and I can make as much as I want because my dis Social Security disability turns to regular uh, Social Security. How old are you now? Huh? How old are you now? 57. You got you get plenty of time. You're a young buck. Yeah. So by then, hopefully, then I'll be headlining by then. I oh, I think you definitely will. I, I was surprised you're the end headlined yet. No. No. Well, just just thirty minute sets at, at bars. I guess I don't really know what a headline is too, because thirty minutes seems like a really long time. Yeah, it it does seem like a long time sometimes. Sometimes it goes fast and sometimes it goes slow. I did a show the other night, and uh, this woman. Kept laughing for long periods of time. And, you know, I, I don't step on my laughs. So I had to wait. And I went through much less material because of that. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. The uh, Well, you know, actually, that was one question I did want to ask you, Marty. So your, your style, how would you kind of describe your comedy style? One-liners. Yeah. Okay, and, and that's, at least for me, from not, what I've seen. Not all one-liners, no. but the one-liners are short. Yeah. Because your yours is a little is a lot different than what I've seen in general compared to a lot. Like I see a lot of comics, I think will tell like a story that has five or six jokes throughout a three minute story. But yeah. you're just kind of firing off joke and then you move on to a completely new joke. It's about every twelve point three seconds, I, I get <laughs> I get a I do another joke. Twelve point three? That's what they average. Really? Yeah. Where's that come from? That number. Uh, when I when I put together my uh, um, the videos for uh, uh, America's Got Talent, talent uh, one of the videos came out twelve point three, one came out ten point seven seconds. Every every laugh. Okay. So some some jokes have uh, um, more than one punchline. And you do callbacks too. I do callbacks. Yeah. I got um, what I got a new callback about uh, uh, that I do about multiple personality disorder. Nice. Every time he does a new joke, because I've seen him so many times, I lose my shit. But see, it's funny because now over the course of a couple of years, I've seen you again like five or six times. I don't think I've seen you repeat anything. Maybe the bullying joke. That was, I do remember that. No, I repeat lots of jokes. I can't remember. Yeah, but I I've, I've been writing a lot. That's probably why you see that. I've been writing a lot lately. I, I write about a minute every two months, or a minute and a half every two months. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's not a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> you mean a minute and a half of a minute, two minutes of comedy stage, not like you sit down for a minute or a minute no, and no. Half and a I, I, I have a minute and a half of jokes. <laughs> I was like, that's really impressive. That means you have a really high percentage of good jokes because that's not a lot of time in a month. That's like 10 jokes, right? At 12, it's like 10, 10 jokes. Well, yeah. yeah. I read about 10 oh, yeah. jokes. That's take the yeah, yeah. I read about 10 jokes If you're 10.7 seconds, you carry the one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always write jokes in uh, groups of like 
four to eight. And uh, but except for the, my McDonald's joke, which where I, I pee in my pants at work, <laughs> I, I wrote that joke just one joke at one time because I peed my pants at work. Wait, you said you were four to eight. What do you say? Four to eight jokes uh, every two months. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I write them in a group of four to eight normally, except for except for the one about peeing my pants because I wrote that when I peed my pants at work. Yeah. Okay. And you said you get on stage what three nights a week? About three nights a week. Okay. You got regular spots? Uh, Judd's every Tuesday. Is, oh, Judd's. I'm always at. And sometimes I'm at Lakewood Village Tavern. I do like LVT. I love Judd's. I think that place is just great. Judd's is good. I got a regular, uh, one regular fan that comes sees me there, and she always buys all my merch. Uh, a I went to high school with her girl? mother. Those are I went to high school with her mother and her, <laughs> oh, <never mind. laughs> and her, and her uncle. Oh. So she's a younger babe. Yeah. She is she dig fat guys? No, I don't think so. No. Have you asked? Her mother said to me she would go out with me if I lost a hundred pounds. A hundred? You're not that big of a dude, man. No, this was when I weighed like three twenty. Oh, that's big dude. Yeah, okay. And I lost like eighty of it, and I and I even referenced her during a comedy show. I, I just got twenty more pounds to go. And uh, um, <laughs> she's just yeah. sitting there waiting. She was, she was, the pound she, countdown. Was in, she was in the uh, audience when I said that. And uh, uh, but then she got married. Well, yeah, it took too long to, to peel off that hundred pounds. Yeah, she just wait forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you, man. Were you excited about the scene, the, the the scene magazine? Yeah, I was excited about it. I didn't think I was going to win. I thought I was going to come in second or third. Well, hey. You you topped it out. I think your name was on that list the last couple of years. But no, not never. It's never, never been on. It's never been on. There. I can't remember the old ones. And uh, the reason I started nominating myself when Alex DeCorville told me he nominated me. Okay. And then I started nominating myself every day, and then I got I made the nomination list. Well, it's been a whirlwind. You already were on Bill Squire's podcast, which was that they they won number one, rightfully so. Yeah. Him and Pants and Tommy have a great podcast. They're awesome. And you were great on it. Thanks. Sure, man. Kyle? I want to tell the story about why I no longer <laughs> use Schizo Bill. Wait, but that that is how you were written in the... Uh, the I was the, the written in, which I didn't like that. Uh, I don't want to be known as Schizo Bill anymore. I have a video under Schizo Bill that I don't want anyone to see, but now everyone's going to see it because I just said <laughs> that. I tell an AIDS joke. And it's a really bad negative AIDS joke. I mean, it's AIDS and it's a joke. I don't think it was going to be uplifting. But yeah. I mean, what? But that's what it's supposed to be. It's it's a joke. Yeah, I know. You're not going to Some get people canceled. don't take it that way. Will you ah. tell me the AIDS joke? I'll tell you the AIDS joke now. What is it? <laughs> this is uh, you, you already said you didn't want it to get out there. Now I, don't tell care, us I don't care. I don't care. I'm famous it. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I did... I did uh, I did a, a comedy show for gay people. Uh, they, they didn't laugh at me because they were jealous. They weren't so jealous because I was so funny. They were jealous my T-cell count was higher than theirs. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. I wouldn't tell it, but I don't think you need to change your name because, I mean, it's not that bad. That's not the worst. I'm well, not sure that's the worst thing I've heard well, this that's week. Not, I, I wanted to change my name anyway because <laughs> the reason I used a fake name was because I was asked to be in the Howard Stern show because Voice in My Head gave me winning stock picks. And uh, um, 
I had to cancel my appearance on Howard Stern because my mom said she'd have a heart attack. My boss said I'd be fired. But my mom's dead and I no longer work there. So that, that then I don't have to use Schizo Bill anymore. Why Schizo Bill? I didn't come up with that name. Uh, Rover from Rover's Morning Glory did when I called in. I called in and I, I didn't want my family to know who I was calling in. So I said my name was Bill and he referred to me oh. as Schizo Bill. <laughs> okay. I, I, I thought it was like a relation to... Uh, because I know you're friends with Bill Squire. I didn't know if it was like if Bill had schizophrenia. No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know where that came from. I just picked from. the most common name I could think of. No. Bill. So, you, yeah, you, hey, you're undercover. That's fine. I wouldn't worry. I don't think you're going to get canceled. That's not the worst thing I've heard. That certainly isn't the worst thing that's been said on here. Yeah. Yeah. I've had plenty of people like reach out to me after these episodes. Oh, the, the, like, the, the, then there's a follow-up joke to that. Yeah. Which is, let me try to dig the grave. I'm not the most offensive I'm person like, the hell with You will get canceled. He goes, well, get, hold my beer. Wait. All right. Uh, the, the follow-up joke to that is, uh, um, how, how many HIV positive dicks do I have to suck <laughs> to, to, to be forgiven for telling an AIDS joke? <laughs> What? <laughs> Is there even an answer to that? Nobody's ever answered me. <laughs> and I don't want to know. I, I bet it's just one. <laughs> it probably is just I one. Think we can, I think we can get away with one. <laughs> All right, now you might get canceled. <laughs> Way to check at the extra yard. I You're going to have to go back to Schizo Bill after this podcast <laughs> comes up. It's okay. I'll tag you when this is as somebody else. I'll just, we'll just pick somebody named Bill. Okay. <laughs> Do you ever worry about that sometimes when you're writing jokes, Mario, about like, offending people? Is, is your yeah, main Kyle focus? told me to not do a joke and I don't do it anymore. What was it? I'm not going to say it. it. It was just like... I'm sorry. You're okay with the, the the AIDS dick joke, but there's something Kyle said that's too much? No, I said, you, I said oh, the joke. Kyle he told, told me not, not to do it, and I don't do it anymore. Because he's right. People might think I'm being hateful. Yeah, okay. it, it, it wasn't bad, bad. It wasn't It wasn't offensive as the... How many HIV positive <laughs> dicks do I got to suck to get a forgiven around here or whatever? But it was... Uh, but I was like, hey, man, just... Uh, Air on the side of caution, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna try and give that joke to the to the uh, comedian that wants me to write for him. I'm gonna see if he wants that joke. Give it to Brian Sternick. He'll do it. <laughs> Ask Brian to do it. Let's see how it goes in the crowd. I don't know. <laughs> so you don't, do you ever would you ever worry about like you know telling a joke and maybe getting like backlash? Oh, well, I've got backlash from ones. We had to move move a venue because. Uh, my Republican joke, my homophobic Republican joke. But it, but since then, I added a, a tag to it, which makes fun of liberals, or Jesse Smollett, with, which liberals like, and uh, um, and uh, <laughs> which liberals like. And uh, so the Republicans like that part of the joke, so they don't complain about the first part anymore. What you had this? You said you had to switch a venue. Yeah, we had to switch rooms in a venue because. Uh, Joey Gentile had us in this oh one room. God. We had to switch to the other room because uh, a woman complained about the Republican joke because she was Republican. Ah, uh, okay. I remember, man, I haven't heard Joey's name. Joey was actually on that first show you were at at Bottle House, too. I have not heard that guy's name in a long time. Does he still do comedy? 
he I never see him. Oh, me neither. That's I don't why know if he does anyway. He had a manager for a while. I yeah. don't know if he still does. No, I'd heard nothing about that. What do you uh what do you like about the comedy scene? The Cleveland comedy scene. The chicks. Scene. The chicks. You just just I'm working on one chick, Julia Mary. I gotta win the <laughs> Holy gotta, shit. I gotta <laughs> win the uh I gotta first win and last the, named her. <laughs> I gotta win the uh Powerball tomorrow and uh <laughs> And then she, uh, we'll, we'll be together. <laughs> Lose 20 more pounds. <laughs> yeah, is there a pound requirement for yeah, Julia? Yeah, Julia doesn't give me a pound requirement. She wants me to buy a house. She, okay. doesn't, she doesn't size shame, Marty. But yeah. she definitely, but she wallet shamed you for sure if you have to buy her a house. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll reach out. She's been on here twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, I do know her. She's a... Uh, yeah, she was really, really funny when she came she's on. Funny. She, she I, I, I've seen her out. on the funny bus. My friends liked her. Yeah, she's really, really funny. She's great in settings like that too, like to, to be able to just like, just kind of off a cuff and fuck with people. She's really great. I didn't she know she let that me you... do five minutes on the funny bus. Brian Sternick let me do five minutes too once. Oh, okay, good. Hey, th- and I know. I ever since then I've been buying three X shirts because I had to hold my the, the the top of the bus to so I to steady myself, and my my T shirt went up and my gut was showing out. You had to buy wife beaters, Marty. Yeah. yeah. Get a wife beater. They hold Tuck sweat it in. They hold sweat in, too. <clears throat> it's the move. It is the move. I'm a sweater, so I, I know I have to wear undershirts a lot, especially. We're getting out of it now, but we're just getting out of summer. I, wear, I, I, bought a, I went to uh, Work Smart Clothing and bought a bunch of 3X and 4X shirts. 4X? That's too big for you. Yeah, but it, I know it, I know. even if I get much fatter, my stomach's not going to show. It's the shrinkage. When the shirt shrinks and you lose the belly, it's... Yeah. Yeah, you're on your way. You're on your way to a large, <laughs> quite frankly, man. You look no, good. No, no, no. I'm a two X. Ah, yeah. I, I think you look good. You, you've made a couple jokes about or like comments about that. I don't think you're a big guy. I think you're. You look good. All right, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. I'm fat and disgusting, Marty. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I met Marty, we were at a show, and I've never done a show with him and never met him. I knew who he was, but I never met him. And he walks up to me and he goes. You're fat. My belt broke. Could I use your belt to go on stage? And oh, I, I, I gave him my belt, and he went up stage and did it off, and he got up, and he says, I'm Marty, and I go, hey. Yeah, I remember that. That was at uh, Wilbert's. Yeah. You're fat. My, my belt, belt broke. broke. Yeah. My belt's broken on me twice now. How, how did it break the second? It just, it just gets too tight, and it full What's pulls What's the buckle or the, or the? The buckle breaks off. Oh, it's not, it's not a good belt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a good belt, fortunately, and now we're now we're buds. I'm going to start carrying a, a belt in my car in case my belt breaks. That's a good move, especially if you've had past belt problems. Yeah, yeah, I've never had a belt broke on me twice. <laughs> Just spring, man. Take some of this merch money and get yourself a good belt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister buys my belts. That's even better. She buys me lots of things. She sent me a check for my trip to LA. I'm in. I'm doing Laugh Factory Hollywood in May. 5th 2024 and uh um i'm going to la and she sent me a check i don't know how much it's for for the trip you already have a show booked for may 2024 they uh, they booked chevy like two or three years in advance they booked me like a year in advance a lot can happen in two or three years like and, dying and, and i i got uh, <laughs> uh i got the graduate spot which is five minutes instead of the regular spot which is three minutes what about your airfare and like where you stay? Like you pay. I gotta that? pay all that. Damn, that's a it, lot to pay to get out there. 
Yeah, I know. I, I got to go on vacation anyway. You earned it. When was the last time you went on vacation? I can't recall the last time I went on vacation. So it's been a long time. So, yeah. I used to go to Chicago for a week with my sister, stay at my sister's house. She invented the McDLT box. She invented a box to replace the McDLT box uh, because of the... the uh, Wait, I'm sorry. McDLT I... box at McDonald's. Hot side hot, cold side cold. You don't remember that sandwich? No. Okay, they would put a put a thing and keep the, the hot side away from the cold side until you put the sandwich together. Oh, wait. Okay. I do... God, I do remember that. And uh, she made a box that was... Uh, environmentally friendly that they could have still used but the tree huggers wouldn't have it and they they had they had to scrap the box the tree huggers wouldn't have it she get fired from her job she said how many dirty hippie dicks do i gotta suck to get my mcdonald's packaging holy shit i'm sorry that is a brutal joke man that's really really brutal that's one of the better ones i've heard in a while good for you sir what uh? So what do you got coming up here, bud? Obviously, for, forget obviously tonight. I know you got the festival coming up in, in uh, the the beginning of November. What else? Uh, I got the show tonight at the matinee, um, thirty minutes. Uh, October 9th at nine p.m. I'm at Bar Lucci. What, uh, where's that? Um, Kent. Kent. Oh, that's right. Okay, I do know that name. I All sell right. lots of merch there. Good. There you go. Take some of that merch. That that's your that's my your biggest sellers money. is the beer koozies and the uh, wristbands. Yeah, I like the wristband a lot. I'm gonna rock that for sure. And I do want to get a koozie before you go. Okay. I'll give you money for it. Um, when did you two meet? How long ago? Mark's already gonna tell you the date. Yeah, that's why I don't, why I don't, I don't remember so. the day. It was pre-COVID for sure. It was well before COVID. that. Probably 16, 2016. 2016, maybe okay. 15. It's been a while. And you're 2004 into comedy. When did you start? 2010. 2016, I got out of the group home, so it must have been in 2016. That's when you met Kyle? Yeah, I'm okay. there. Post-group home. Congrats to both of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2010, but I mean, I, I don't even like fancy it as like a start date because I would like do it for a year and then like, Go away for eighteen months. Or yeah, two who, years. And who then was I talking to about something similar, where they were. I think it might have been Ray Roberts, and he was talking. He's like, uh, I think I would officially say I was doing comedy at a certain time, but he's like, but I was kind of in and out and kind of toying with it for like a little while before that. So not like an official start date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I still toy with like actual stand up. Like yeah. I'll go up if there's a show I want to do. Like Brian Kenny's at the Funny Stop this weekend. I'm going to go down and do a couple sets like during his stuff because, you know, it's more of a hang for me. Brian but, Kenny's very funny. Yeah, dude. Brian's the man. Uh, but other than that, like, I'll just, like, we'll write and then go up and do when it, pick and choose when I go up. And yeah. I'm not making money on it. I'm not going to ever make it a career. So, what's, you know. That's tough, man. It's so tough. It's, it's huge. What's the most you've ever been paid? Huh? A couple hundred bucks. I got paid 200 once. 200? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That's like you guys are like established guys, and I think can do that. Like that, it's just so it's really hard. It's it's I mean, for everything. What we're doing right now, podcasting. Yeah, that's so it's so saturated. It's it's that's a really hard thing to do and kind of set yourself apart. That's Kevin difficult. Wheeler books a show in Kirtland, pays a one fifty. Cool. 
No, thank you. I don't even know where Kirtland is. It's just not oh, that it's not far. far. It's only it's like, like 30 minutes that way. Yeah, it's okay. dumb. No shit, I was there on Saturday. Oh, okay. No. It's, that's how I even know where it was. It's where at the well in Kirtland. Oh, you were telling me about it. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, uh, Marty? Do you pay? We were talking about again before. Do you pay attention like kind of like what's going on in the world, pay, like current events, shit like that? Uh, like just you know Taylor Facebook, Swift dating. I don't watch TV. Really. Do you know who Taylor Swift is dating right now? Uh, Travis Kelce. I didn't know who that dude was until this week, and I already don't like him. Really? No, I, I knew. Really I knew what didn't in the Super Bowl. He played against his brother. Yeah. Was that in the Super Bowl? Jason Kelsey. They're from uh, what is it? Yeah, they're from, from Cleveland Heights. Heights. Yeah. Heights, yeah. Yeah. No, like I, I when I saw him, I was like, I feel like I've just seen his picture, but I didn't really know like his name or anything like that. And now I'm already over him. At first, I read that Taylor Swift was rejecting him, but now they're supposedly together. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. That's what they always say, Marty. I'm not with them. I'm not with them. That dude's an him. album waiting to happen. Ain't no way this ends well. He's already getting bad press because he keeps saying dumb shit. He was like he a was famous saying, what guy. What dumb stuff was he saying? Well, like, uh, so he was already like a famous guy. Obviously, he's a oh, he's a first ballot yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. If he he's retired a, he, today, yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a he's, fa- he's a famous athlete. But there's famous athlete, even there's famous athlete Hall of Famers, and then there's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a different level of fame. Yeah, and when you're dating that girl, it's like dating Michael Jackson. Like that's different. Oh yeah, it's it's next. Level. She is in the stratosphere, so obviously he's getting a lot of questions, and people are asking him shit. And I think he said I mean, he said something like just like in the last couple of days where he's like, "Yeah, if a girl doesn't sleep on the third day, it's a red flag," and which obviously didn't go over well. And then there was like two or three. I think he's just getting more questions, <laughs> and I don't. I don't know the guy. I don't even think he's necessarily a bad guy. I think because he's now really getting hounded for shit, he's trying to be funny or say something that's like funny or cool, and it's just backfiring. And uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't. No, think he plays for the Chiefs, right? Yeah, he does play for the Chiefs. Well, yeah, I don't pay attention. To I uh, I I I quit gambling on on sports this this <laughs> year because I lost two big bets. I lost. I bet the Bengals to beat the Browns. Idiot. And I bet the I bet the Bills <laughs> to win a game and it's the game that they lost. The one where the, the against, against the Bengals? Against the Jets. Okay. Bills versus the Jets. I forgot you were a pretty decent gambler, weren't you? No, I'm a terrible gambler. <laughs> no, not good at it. <laughs> I, yeah, mean, I, I do I, it, did, I did a lot of it. You're a gambler. You do like gambling. I, I was on the opening Anthony radio show because I, I won fifty thousand dollars in the lottery and spent it all on lottery tickets. <laughs> That's right. I think Bill told me that when he was I was here. I was uh, I was in the contest for American Mass if your life's a mess and I got beat by a guy with a deformed head. They call him Half a Hulk head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you you got you won fifty thousand dollars and they just bought fifty thousand dollars of lottery tickets? I bought a two thousand dollar car and the rest on lottery tickets. You a two thousand dollar car? Yeah. What kind of car? Uh a Honda. Okay. What was can I? What was your your? So you're like, if I spend that, if I buy that many lottery tickets, I'm just gonna win more money. Yeah, I'm. I was going for millions. All right, hey, you got to get that house for Julia. Yeah. How much did you get back? Well, you mean through betting? Through no, money? not through betting. But if you bought all lottery tickets, forty-eight thousand dollars of lottery. I, the tickets. most I ever won was five hundred, and it would go just right back in. So okay, that's okay. 
so if you spent $48,000 on lottery tickets, out of the 48000 you spent on lottery tickets, how much money did you get back? I spent it all on, I spent all of it back in the lottery. <laughs> to so, keep track. so if you were like, so if you spend any of that 48000 if you made 18000 back, you threw that back into lottery yeah. tickets. Okay. Hey, man. To each his own. I probably would have taken that forty-eight grand and you know just maybe. I also do that with my student loan money. I could, I, 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 I've, I've been raping the student loan system for, <laughs> for quite some time now. I okay. get like seven thousand dollars in extra money. That's beyond what it costs to go to school, uh, and I spend it all on on lottery tickets and stuff. <laughs> I we I sorry we get back up. <laughs> so I so you 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 taking your student loan money? Yeah, I get extra money, and on top of just what it costs for school, I get like okay. seven thousand oh, dollars. Okay, for like spending money. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay, and you were spending that on lotto tickets too. Yeah. Okay. Why lotto? Do you just like really dig lotto tickets? I'm just a compulsive gambler. Oh, okay. <laughs> But, but but I get that. But I mean, and like, I don't I don't play scratch offs anymore because every once in a while you get one that you can't scratch the thing off on. You ever got one for like that? And uh, no. it uh, it, it rips it apart and you can't turn it in. Hmm. Well, what? Oh, okay. Well, they should still be able to scan the back though. No, no, they can't. They go and scan the front, the part that you you, you scrape off. And sometimes it, it, it's really hard to scrape off, and you 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 ruin it by, by doing it. Okay. Well, I mean, so you say you like gambling, but why is there? Did you ever like like sitting at the tables, like craps or anything like that? I I've played uh, blackjack mostly, craps a little bit. I feel like you'd be good at blackjack. I don't I like, like craps you, because uh, I feel like you can because it's hard to tell whose money is whose. Yeah, I see that, but I can see like I feel like you. I feel like you can like card count. No, I can't card count. Because you just remember others. Like again, like you go back to, like dates from twenty years no, ago. You remember the I exact can't day. Card count. Oh. So you just stick with the okay, that's wild. I can't believe that. That's such a wild story. You win fifty grand and then put it on the the. That's a great. That's a wild story. I Marty. got thirty five thousand dollars in cash, and then I got more back when I did my taxes. Okay. Because I didn't make any other money except for that. Okay. What about that? Do you like the uh? What are they calling it now? The uh? What's the downtown? Jack. Jack, the, Jack do you go down? There? I'm banned from the Jack. Bill Squire told me to ban myself, and I did. Oh, you went down in... Oh, that's right. He, I won $500 in uh, a comedy contest, went straight across, across in, uh, the street and uh, um, blew it on blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> you Bill's know. a hell of a friend to you, isn't he? Yeah, Dude. Bill... It was shortly after that that Bill got me to, to ban myself from uh, Jack I, Casino. I vaguely remember... He actually said when he was here... That you two talked, and you even, I think you were just like, I think it's time for me to ban myself. And you actually went to the casino and you just went to the first guy and said, I need to ban myself. And the guy's I like, went to the office. Yeah. And, and, he's, and the guy's like, You got to go to the office. Yeah. So, what, ha- so how, how does that work? So, how do you, so if, if you I get caught your... in there, they can confiscate all my money. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And if people have gotten busted after being banned, banning themselves, and, uh, uh, got busted. They didn't. They they won a, a a big money and they didn't get paid in and stuff like that. I don't know if it was it's like happened. a quickie mart bad check thing where they just hang your picture at the front. Yeah. I don't know like what that means after you got banned. So if they catch you in there and you're up five grand, they can take your money. Yeah, they can take your money. All oh, your money shit. you have on you. Yeah, that ain't worth it at all. 
So what do you do? So so outside of gambling, so are you? What are you doing to fill your time? If that was the thing that you like doing outside of comedy, what else are you doing? Do you have any other hobbies or anything? I kind go of- watch comedy shows too. In yeah. addition to doing them, that's cool. Who are your favorites? I, only, I don't like watching comedy on TV or on videos. I never do. Like I just watch it in person. Yeah. Well, Which is why I haven't watched a lot of famous people do comedy. Okay. Which is why when when I do jokes, I do them in, I do them in the open mics, and like David Horning or someone else will tell me if that joke's been done, and I have to drop the joke. I had to drop uh, uh, the joke I do about Justin Bieber uh, because uh, Anthony Jaselnik references JFK. Okay, uh, but it's the same type of thing. So you like the okay? So you like going to see? So you like a, like a lot, a lot of local comics in too? Yeah. So you named a couple. I know you like Armstrong, obviously Bill, and like Tabitha. Who, like, who, who are the ones that you like? Um, who you think are really big? Good? Chevy's good. I like Big Chevy. I like Bob McClure. I like Tabitha Jones. I like Kyle, but he doesn't do it that often. Um. And uh, I, one of my favorites, I think probably the best comedian in Cleveland might be Tim Wolf. Really? Okay. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? I mean, all the names. I like everybody. It's different styles. I'm not going to. I mean, I like Chevy. I like Marty. I like John Armstrong. They're all headlining the festival this year. I mean, Bill, Mary, Mary is like in a different stratosphere right now. I just saw her at a Skank Fest this weekend. Skank Fest? Really? Yeah, Where's I just got back at? from Skank Fest Vegas. I mean, it's. The biggest comedy festival in the country, probably you, the oh, best. Oh, you go? Yeah, I go, oh, and nice. I, I like comedy that much. And then it's also like I'm also watching what do. I, I go to try to go to two comedy festivals outside of here a year. Um, Mary was there. I didn't even see her. I saw her. I saw her like for five minutes. She was she was hosting a show and doing some time, and then I walked out. But it's just like there's seven rooms of comedy. I mean, Mark Norman was there. I mean, there, I mean, just everybody. It's a huge lineup. It's insane. Like, yeah, it's like that? on another level where I couldn't even imagine like how much money they spend or. Who's make. that guy that runs? One of the guys that runs Skankfest with. Yeah, he used to do a podcast with uh, Michael Bisping. Oh, Louis J. Gomez. Louis J. Gomez. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I did know about because I've been hearing a lot about that because I, I forgot that was recent. Yeah, but oh, Mike awesome. Paramore just won ten thousand dollars in a comedy contest at a festival. Well, we're at Loons on the Lake in Minnesota, and uh, I'm told John Brown was also in the contest and made it pretty far. John Brown got like third or fourth. Nice. He was like an Akron guy, and then like he beat up uh, another one of my favorite guys, Rob Ward. Okay, uh, and Rob got fifth, which and Rob was like, "I'll take you on the road. I'm headlining, John." And so John Brown was happy to work with Rob because he was like, "Hey, yeah, I got to show somebody my." Rob chops. Ward is my. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, reference. He told me I could use him as a reference. Nice. Okay. What about you, uh, touring wise? Do you ever tour? I'm uh, I'm waiting f- till next year, uh, because I I would go over the money the money mark this year. Yeah. Okay. Do but do you do want to? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. I I talked to Tim Wolf about him headlining and me featuring, and he said he w- he was possibly into it. There Tim is great. I mean, I didn't say Tim, but Tim's fantastic. There's so many. There, there's a, uh, there's a really good in Northeast Ohio. I think Cleveland, I, Akron does too. There's some really, really, really funny comics. I love, I, I love the especially starting this up, man. Like finding out how many places around here actually do comedy mm-hmm. like regularly. Like finding out that there's comedy at the East End. Obviously, I can go to Winchester and see shows. Like, cause I didn't know all those. Like, there's so many, so many good ones. And you just named a bunch of them. I've always thought. 
I've always thought Armstrong was hilarious. I mean, from the first time I saw him, then he came on here and did an episode here, and then he did a another show that uh, that we put on to. And every time I've seen him, he's always been funny. He's really, really good. Obviously, Marty. And I've always liked – obviously, I, I've always loved Brian. I've always had a, a place in my heart for Brian because he's such a fucking goofball. He is a goofball. Yeah, he's just but such a good dude. I've he's, always he, liked him. His energy is – Contagious. It's different. You, you know who always gets better every time I see him is Daniel Myers. I don't think I know him. Oh, uh, he uh, he's he always gets better every time you see him. Yeah, Dan, Daniel's really leveled up the last year or so. Bill Squire is also funny too. You didn't say Bill, and he's like I know saving Bill. your life, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Bill obviously. gets me lots of work. Uh, I I I do. I he gets me on shows I'm on with him. I'm on a show with him. Uh, I think it's Lyric Bistro in Fairport Harbor, at uh, um, uh, on October seventh, with Levester Johnson, who yeah. who films for this. Yeah, he's he's part of our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, for sure, Bill. And I know you mentioned Mary. I, I, I we talked about uh, Raj. I think before you got here, Raj had filmed a a, a, um, a special here in Cleveland. And uh, it was Brian opened, and then Bill and Mary, and then Raj. It was one of the better shows I've seen in years. It just it's all because they're all just so good. Like Mary is, is she is she's she's different. Like she's so good. I think I think she's at the point where people are probably like, when is she going to move to New York? When's she going to yeah. move to L.A.? And I think she's almost to the point where she can get work living in Cleveland. Like I think she may be good enough to bypass that step if she wants to yeah because like clubs are finally taking notice of her and i just think her work ethic and just like she's insane she's she's what every comic should strive to be i think mary is next level it's it's nice to have her in the community because she really does i mean she as funny as she is on stage she's doing the work behind it too it's it's very impressive just like when you actually look at what she's doing she's she's the total package yeah she's oh she's she's exceptional you need you need like two things like you need to be like overly funny just like knockout hilarious and then you also need to be your 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 own small business and most people can't put that together you'll have people that are extremely funny that never go anywhere or you'll have people that are kind of hacky but they get a bunch of bookings because they're a small business and they realize that but Mary's kind of like she's got it all i mean do you think that because uh, I see that a lot? And, and if this is not what you're talking about, my apologies. But wh- when I see like when I go like on social media, you know, I'll see, I'll see like very well done, productive like reels or snapshots of someone doing comedy. Do you mean stuff like that to promote yourself or put yourself out there yeah, better? Like just using recognize that, yeah. the, the fact that it's like I can just go up and have a killer joke about AIDS, and uh, you know, <laughs> it's not going to get me booked. Because you need to put asses in seats, like you you have to, and uh, I think Mary Mary gets that, and she's able to, she found a way to do it. Yeah. So I mean, by like just online, you know, social media presence, I just the work that she puts into being able to go up and be funny on stage and kill for people is, I'm I'm hoping it pays off for. Her. I mean, it's already starting to. Like I think she just signed with somebody. I think she's got a, a agent now, but she's just. She said she was looking for one. I know that. I don't know if she signed or not, but it's just, it's so hard to merge those two. Because most people, if they're extremely funny in writers, they might be antisocial or introverted off stage. So, like, to have that business mind and put it together. But um, and I think that's what holds a lot of people back is not being able to marry the two. But 
Well, yeah. I mean, then you factor in this because you have to kind of be good at social media, too. I mean, the social media is I kind of walks hand in hand with the business part, too. But like I've seen I've seen incredibly funny people that I've never heard of ever. Like I, I remember seeing I think his name is Mike Hawk. I, I, he was in New York. I remember it was like right when the pandemic for New York opened up. It was like April 2021. He came on stage. It was like the funniest 15 minutes I've seen in 10 years. I'd never heard of the guy. And I don't think I've heard about him since. Uh, but then other people that I know that, you know, I'm not saying that they're not funny, but compared to other people that I've seen, no, but they have these huge followings. They're really, really good at Twitter. And they're putting those, those, uh, those like little clips together of like their sets and things like that. They're fantastic at it. So I, I, and then, yeah, they've kind of killed the business side because I see them getting booked all the time. It's really, it's impressive. But yeah, it's a, you do need to kind of do everything to kind of turn that into, you know, a career. Like, you'll know, start paying your bills with comedy, which is, I think, ultimately the goal, I would assume, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I see what you mean. But my, uh, I only have one. I've never really had any interactions with Mary. I had one in an elevator with her and my brother where my brother was hammered. And my brother's a huge fan of hers. He really is. He's probably seen her 15 times. Um, he's the one that took me to see her for the first. He's like, you got to go. She's great. He took me up to, to hilarities to see her. And he, it was at that the, the event where she was doing a show with Bill and Raj and Brian. And my brother was already pretty drunk. And he was in, we were in the elevator. Mary gets in the elevator. And, and I just, I'm not saying anything. She doesn't know who I am. And my brother is just like, he's drunk enough where he's like, I want to say something because I'm a really big fan. And it was very weird. Cause he's like, oh, I you're Mary, right? And she's like, yeah. And you could, she was already like, fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's already like, God, I just want to go to my, do my set. And he's like, I've seen you so many times. Your work is really like risque. And then the whole elevator went quiet. And, um, cause I couldn't believe he said risque and Mary's just looking right at him, expecting more. And sure. my brother stopped talking. And then that was it. And then the elevator doors opened, and we all just went on with our lives. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure she told someone about some creepy old guy that you know, mouthed off to her in the elevator. And my brother was like, I finally met Mary Centaur, and it went well. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so, Marty, I know you got a couple other shows coming up, merch coming up, too. What, uh, what's your long-term goal, college uh, uh, comedy-wise? When I... When when I don't have an income limit anymore, when I'm 66 and a half, I want to be a headliner. Okay. Well, before then, you can do that. But you, I think you'll headline before then. Yeah, but I can't really make the money at it. Oh, but you're saying you can't financially do it because then you'll lose benefits. Yeah. Ah, okay. I see what you're saying. I have to maybe pay you under the table. <laughs> maybe some, yeah, people, you pay some, cash? People, some people can pay me under the table. I'm fine with that. Yeah, bring that a little closer. I need you moving it away. I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, can't they just pay you under the table? No one has to know. Yeah, but not everyone's willing to do that. Okay. Well, I'll pay you under the... I'm, I'm just kidding. I can't I can't headline you. I, I, All my merch <laughs> is under the table. There you go. Except one person sent it on uh, Venmo where it... Got counted as income, but that's only one person sent. Oh that. yeah, if it gets sent to you like digitally, yeah, you need people to give you money under the table cash. No, Venmo doesn't count as income. Just if you if you send it and you say you're buying an item, a business item or something like that, it counts as income. We've only had one thing count as income on Venmo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about you? I know. Uh, so how many years has the festival been going? 
This is 16. Damn. I haven't been involved the whole time. Well, I know, but still, that's... Yeah. That's it. So how many years Joe, you got? Joe Hannum was one of the first people in it. Joe and uh, J.D. Sidley. J.D. And, Sidley. Uh, John Wellington. God rest his soul. And John Wellington. Yeah. There's a password that I need... That for an email account that J.D. Sidley set up, and he's dead, and I can't get it. I, it's, like, making my life miserable right now. But, uh, no, I think I've been involved for, like, five or six years now. I just started, like, volunteering, and then uh, a couple years ago, I kind of took the lead, and we started the Akron Festival, too. Man, I just, I, I love comedy. Uh, and I realized a while back that I was, like, I'm not going to quit my day job, go live in my car, and do what it takes to make it like it's just it's a hard uh you know you're like a carny or pro wrestler you know Stuart uh, Huff did that he lived in his car for a while there's a lot of people that do and I mean it's uh sometimes like a necessity and I don't want to I don't want to half-ass it you know if I'm going to do it so I don't half-ass the festival yeah. if that makes sense so um I'm trying to make this a fun festival for comics and for the city. Uh, same with Akron. Um, and just bring awareness to, like, all the good talent we have here. Like, I don't care if I ever get anything out of it. Um, other than, like, I love just sitting down at the the shows and, like, watching the end and being like, oh, I remember this person when they submitted and we liked this video. And then you were asking about the lineups earlier. I try to make them weird. We try to make the lineups weird and just, like, something for everybody and kind of keeping everybody on their toes. And just being able to watch the crowd connect with the comic and them getting off stage and smiling and the crowd smiling and it's like, it's it's like the same satisfaction it is as like going up and telling a, a killer HIV joke, um, <laughs> you know. But that's that's what I get out of it and I don't want anything more than that other than just like get it bigger. I mean, you guys have a pretty decent following here. Like people want to sponsor the festival. Anything helps. Like we do in trade stuff. Like, right now, like, financially, like, a non-profit. Like, we're not getting paid. Um, you know, if anybody's interested in advertising with us, having a booth, whatever. You know, we, we do a lot of in-trade stuff. Some restaurants donate food, and we advertise for them or whatever. I'm working with, um, hopefully. You that insurance company. Jenkins Insurance I, and Talmadge. I, I signed up with that because of that, and they got me good rates. Yeah, I would. that's who I went to Skankfest with is Josh and Corey Jenkins. Oh, okay. Or Josh and Corey down there. That's they're big comedy fans, and they they give us some money every year. Uh, Josh Reynolds, when I got the the Tim Mizzy stickers with the joke on it, he told me to get magnets, and he would buy fifty of them. Yeah. And so I bought a thousand magnets, and he bought fifty of them. Nice. Well, it's going to be Marty Malloy headlines Cleveland Comedy Festival presented by Jenkins Insurance. Okay, they're excited for you to come. Good. Um, and we had a little, little other like sponsors, but Jenkins is like the big one that like blindly writes us a check every year to uh, just do our thing. And, you know, they're just big comedy supporters. I've re referred some people there, too. Twice I've gotten $50. Nice. For, for, for referring people. Do, do the insurance place? To the insurance place. They okay. Pay me 50, hey, that's good, man. Or take 50 off my bill. It, say, hey, take 50 or bucks get, off your bill. Or send me a card with $50 yeah. on it. Yeah, man, those uh, the that's good. Like all those partnerships is very, those things again. They're just so massive, you know, to do something like that with that many people over multiple days and multiple mm -hmm. locations. That's you. I mean, it's it's great that you do that because I mean, places like Akron, places like 
probably Akron more. <laughs> Places like Akron need stuff like that. They really, really do. Sure. They don't have nearly enough. You know, there's a good. I think from a from a fan and like you know kind of my perspective, I think Cleveland's got a nice a nice scene where we can see something you know, for most nights. If I wanted to mm-hmm. find something, I think I could find, you know, I have friends on Akron still like family down there. Like it's not the same, or at least they don't know where to go. I think that might be the biggest part. There might be places they can go see comedy in Akron, but they're not sure where to go find it. I Everything kind of runs through the funny stop. Um, funny stop is the best place to go down in Akron. Yeah. And then there's some other side rooms that go up, but it's more of like, it's such a smaller community that they're not really booking. There's like a show at Tuesday at like Baxter Speakeasy like once a month. And then there's Sunday at Barmacy uh, in Highland Square. Like they do like an open mic there that's probably one of the better open mics in the area. They get a decent turnout. I don't know how it is with football season. But um, they got a really like good young core of comics down there that kind of really like try to lift each other up. And they're not just so like, Sean Francis. Some of his jokes are very funny. Are they? Yeah, I... I, I he he told some. He's young. He tells some kind of outrageous, very funny jokes. Yeah, he's unique. He's very unique. Um, Bob McClure's down there, who's one of Bob, uh, uh, Marty's favorites. Uh, Bob's great. Oh yeah, you mentioned him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Akron. It's it's a fun week. It's just it's like trying to get people to come out. It's like pulling teeth down there. Cleveland seems to be more because people are used to doing stuff like this. Yeah, they are, and it, it, yeah, I, I think. I don't know if they have like uh like Ak- I know they have like Akron pages like like uh, uh, I know the Akron Ak- like Cleveland bucket list has an Akron bucket list. I don't know if you work with them. I think they would be helpful to kind of kind of she has like a a decent following and a good schedule that she like like when I do shows like I just did two live shows and I have another one coming up. I get on that one to kind of because they have I think her Cleveland one has something like sixty thousand followers. Cool. I think the Akron one does too. The Three three zero to go page. Yes, they're good. Though, yeah, that guy came out. I gave him a festival pass to come hang out. And every time I'd see him, he'd be like, "This is so much fun." And I'm like, "Yeah, they're a good one." And they it, promote for us, but I mean, they they were really great this year to have out. Um, yeah, uh, what's the guy's name? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, my sister's facetiming me with my niece. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Just take uh, it. Just give it nah. to Marty. Yeah. <laughs> you would hear my niece burp and fart and just laugh with me. That's that's what we're doing right now. Um, anyways, where was I? Yeah, it's just Akron's a little harder to get people to come out. I mean, I'm hoping with Cleveland this year, we're making it more intimate and smaller. And we got Marty coming out. I mean, we really relying on like the local talent and just seeing where the name takes us at this point. Cause we've done well, uh, the past few years. And I want to say this just cause like, it's not like. We had Ian Finance last year. If you're not a big comedy fan, you're not going to know who Ian Finance is anyways. Do you know who he is? No. Exactly. But, I mean, he sold. He's got a decent following. He sold some tickets. Um, people just want to have fun. And, like, the lineups are stacked. We have, we have like, this big contingency from Canada that, like, we get a lot of, like, Canadian comics that are working in Canada that are trying to work their way have into the U.S. Have you ever any show in Canada? No, have you? I'm wondering if the if if the if you if you have to be different up there. Or if the no, same things work there. Or what? They're common. I mean, it translates well. Okay. They're uh. They're high energy. They're great writers. I mean, like a lot of the Canadian uh, comics that apply are almost like 
higher up on the scale in Canada than what we get in the U.S. Yeah. Like, right now, we get... We get a lot of, like, feature, headliner, budding acts that apply, and that's kind of what our festival is made up of, is people that you're going to see headlining in two years, you know? That's... Or or they're on the road with the headliner now. Um, and that's pretty much top to bottom the whole lineup. It's just like yeah. tomorrow or next year or two years from now, you're going to see these folks, you know? Well, that's... I mean, again, that you have... That you're putting something together, like, in the Midwest, in Cleveland and Akron, and you're getting acts... National acts in the U.S. and from in Canada, like that's. I don't think a lot of people know that. Like yeah. I knew you would get a lot for sure. I didn't know that they would be coming from all over like that because as like a like a trampoline to another show, something like, like kind of like what you said. Yeah, you know, doing that fest and get you like maybe some shows in like New York or Chicago or something like that. The uh, one guy that came in last year, Andrew Packer, he does. He has an Instagram card. It's called Man News, and I didn't I didn't know he was this big viral guy. And then he was at the festival, and John Armstrong walks up to me. And he goes, "Yo, is that the dude from Man News?" And I was like, "How the hell do you know who this guy is?" I mean, but so I don't know. There's people like that that are on the festival um, that you may know who they are, but I don't because I'm not on like the TikTok. You know, it's not in my algorithm. So I tried starting a TikTok, but I couldn't get a following. Oh my god, you don't have. I would get on TikTok for you. I I, I couldn't I couldn't get a following. You should do a cooking videos. No. What are you I, talking I, about? I Those are huge, spaghettios. Huh? So what? That's it. I, every episode would be spaghettios. Try Wait. to learn how to cook meals or something. I don't do know. That, there's... Do that Sprite challenge with Pepsi. I've never seen someone drink a Pepsi that fast. <laughs> <laughs> you fired through that really, really quick. I always do. Yeah, you're a Pepsi fan. I want to get the... I never see them for sale, but uh, sometimes you get a single can that's bigger, like a 16-ounce can. I want to buy the 16-ounce cans in, in, like, boxes of them. But I never see them... I only see them individually. I don't think they have those. Like, 16-ounce Pepsi They have 16-ounce Pepsi cans, but they don't have them in 12 No, packs. I know they got 16-ounce cans. I don't think they have 16-ounce 12-pack cans of Pepsi. I, I, they need to make those. <laughs> have you ever went to the distributor? No. You should ask. Yeah. Is there a rewards program you're part of for Pepsi? No. Oh, th- there's got to be something there. If you drink that much Pepsi, you got to be getting some free shit. Uh, well, when I buy Pepsi at, at get-go, I get rewards points. I mean, like, Pepsi rewards. Did you use your reward points when you bought the stuff over there now? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we no, we always do, because we, we do Giant Eagle, we do get-go. I lost my uh, Advantage card, and now I have to scan my phone when I buy gas and I have to do it inside and I got to tell them how much gas I'm going to get, which sucks. Cause what if I don't get all that much gas? What if I fill the tank first? Are they going to charge me for the whole thing or what? They'll charge you for whatever you pump. I hope that's the case, but I don't know. Yeah. Like if you charge, like if you pump $27, I got to charge you 40 bucks. Yeah, but I got to tell them inside how much I'm going to put on. It's just like if you were to hand them $40 yeah, and I say know fill it up. Yeah, I know cash, it works yeah. that way. But, but I I mean, it's the same thing if you say fill it up for $40. Are you sure? yeah. yeah, they can't charge you more than you pump. You'll okay. be okay. Don't I mean, worry. Have you ever thought about going to Giant Eagle and buying a Visa gift card and getting the fuel perks and then turning around and using that gift card to buy Pepsi and getting double the fuel perks? Um. They always don't have sales on Pepsi at Giant Eagle. But if you have a Visa, okay. That, but you'll get the fuel perks, though. You'll get the, yeah, the cash I, back. Yeah, I know that. That's what you should get into instead of gambling. You should get into schemes. Uh, that's a good scheme. Wait, are you still gambling? 
No, I stopped gambling on sports when I lost two bets. But I won all my smaller bets with the trans comedian Monica Hager gave me tips on. She every every tip she gave me came through, and so I only ended up losing like ten dollars total because all my small bets came through. I got a bunch of she gave me. She told me to hook me up with this place, uh, uh, Fanatics Sportsbook, and I got two hundred dollars in free bets, and and uh, and almost all of them won. Cause I, I thought you were only doing like lotto, so you're you were doing other betting. I was doing sports betting. What do you still do lotto? No. Okay. So I you're... do. I only do Mega Millions and Powerball. Oh, so you are so still I gambling. So I buy Julie the house. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so you can buy Julie. Bigger the dreams, house. dude. Okay, so you're still doing that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I lost all my. I, I I have to scan my tickets, but I think I lost on all of them. Okay. I've won a hundred dollars three times. Or two hundred or something like that. You, then you got that. You just got to chase that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been a big gambler or a good gambler. That's why I've never done it. I've never. I've never had like a big payout where I was like, "Oh, I should keep doing this." I think I won like a hundred bucks. I've on won a two thousand on slot machines like three times. Well, you probably done a lot more slot machines than yeah. I have though. Like you've done a lot of slot machines. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. It's still a number. I like doing the diamond slot machines. The double, nah. triple diamonds. Nah, I've never had that. I've never had the gambling gene in me where I can sit at the table for hours. I do jokes about gambling. Or, yeah. I do two jokes about gambling. No, I can't. God, do you? But, no, not no, really. I've never been able to. My wife like goes to the casino. I'll sit there and get a drink and watch her play the slots. Yeah, like that's kind of what like we would go when we would go to like the uh, the Jack Casino. It'd be for like an hour, just kind of fuck about for a little bit, get a drink. Do some slots. I remember we went the last time we went all as a group. My one friend won like 150 hours in the slot, and she's like, "Let's go. This is our dinner. Let's go." And that was it. None of us. I, are just I like, like the buffet at Jack, but I can't go anymore. Oh no, there. Wait, you can't just tell them like, "Hey, I'm here." The, How'd you get I banned from for the buffet? Even you can just tell them like, even if they t- just take the exact amount that the buffet costs and walk directly to the buffet, pay them, give them the tip, and then if they kick you out, you're like, "Well, I have no money. Yeah. I'm not gambling. You oh, can still yeah, go wait. eat." It's- I wouldn't want a chance that I don't need to get law enforcement involved with me. They're not going to arrest oh, you. Oh, I doubt SWAT's going to get involved if you're going there just trying to get some buffet. We'll play him back this podcast and be like, look, he's just here. <laughs> he's here for the prime rib. Yeah. If you go to episode whatever episode this turns out to be, you'll see my intentions were pure. I just <laughs> wanted the prime rib and the mac and cheese. I didn't want to gamble, and I'm not going to gamble. Where's your favorite buffet? Gold Corral when they have the prime rib, but I don't think they have prime rib anymore. No, I don't think Gold Corral does prime rib anymore. I remember my wife was like, we should go to Golden Corral. And I went to the one on Arlington in Akron. Uh, and I was like, dude, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. And we went on like a Friday near the first of the month. Nope. And dude, it was, That's she was like, terrible. we walked out. I was like, told you. People you, what, you didn't You didn't eat there? No. It was too crowded? Yeah, it was insane. People go in there and house. Like that Friday night. People, people like they powery because they're like, look, it's a buffet. We're paying this much, even if we're not hungry anymore. We're getting four plates in. That's it. Like that's a, it, it's it's their move. That's their move. They have to. You gotta hurt them, dude. That's why I'm fat. My dad used to be like hurt, hurt Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hurt Ponderosa. Ponderosa, Ponderosa was, was my good. jam. And he's like, he's like, go good. in and it get your buddy. It was prime rib. I don't think, but it was good. I loved Ponderosa. I don't think they have those anymore. There's one near Disney. And my wife's a big Disney person. 
And so if we go, she's like, what do you want to do on this trip? And I said, the only thing I want to do is go to the goddamn Ponderosa and get chicken. Ponderosa. So I forced the whole family to go to Ponderosa anytime we go to Disney. And it's great. It's fantastic. Ponderosa was awesome. They they had a bunch for a while, like in Cuyahoga Falls and Akron, like when, when I was growing up down there. They had a couple of them. They were and they did well, but you can't find them anymore. There was a good steak place in Columbus that was like Ponderosa that I used to go to all the time. What was it? I don't know what it was called. Was it a Country Buffet? Oh, no. Country Buffet was good. But I, I've been to Country Buffet. I like that. There used to be one on on Center Ridge Road, but it's not there anymore. Hmm. I also like the China buffets too. Oh, I don't like Chinese food except for the orange chicken. You don't like it at all? Except I really like the orange chicken is the only thing I'll eat in oh, the Chinese restaurant. That's Ryan's? Nice. Was it Ryan's Steakhouse? It could have been. Ryan's was like a cafeteria, basically. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to. I'm a buffet aficionado. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I like buffets too. We haven't been to one in a long time because my wife is th- not. My wife's not a buffet person. I don't think they're really around anymore. Nah, I think COVID really. kind of did it, and probably good. Probably right. Well, I'm going to get going soon. No, I know. I'm, I'm closing <laughs> up. We're at about an hour and a half anyway, so okay. now that we've finished our buffet talk, so <laughs> thanks for letting me know you were ready to go. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so where can everybody find your stuff, Marty? Veryfunnycomedy.com. And my Facebook is facebook.com slash veryfunnycomedy. But if you're a hot chick, I probably won't approve you because you're just trying to scam me out of my house that I'm getting for Julia. And uh, Consider everyone warned. <laughs> I always block anyone that says messages me and says, hi, how's it going? I always block them because the next thing is always some scam. <laughs> and uh, um, my Instagram is Cleveland Comedian. Your Instagram is Cleveland Comedian. And my Twitter is Very Funny Comedy. <laughs> yes, it is. I do. Yeah, you're right. I forgot when Bill tagged you the other day, it said Cleveland Comedian. I don't know how that was still available. Yeah, it is. Oh, well, good for you. I mean, I think you mentioned it, like a lot of comedies coming here. In my opinion, like in my lifetime, in my time being involved in comedy, like Marty's, Marty's on my Mount Rushmore. Good. Multiple times that's been said to me by multiple comics that you are on the Mount Rushmore Cleveland Comedy, buddy. So... You're doing something right. Come out and see Marty. Cleveland Comedy Festival, November 8th, 7 p.m. Tickets at ClevelandComedyFestival.com. We have Fest Passes up. If you want to come to multiple shows, you get a free T-shirt with that, too. It's We're basically giving away the tickets uh, with that Fest Pass. Um, we got a roast battle. We got Your Art Sucks, which is like a concept show. And then there's other mics and stuff going on. We're working with All Saints um, and Spotlight Cleveland on Madison, which is a, a cool new venue that's doing like a bunch of music uh like every night and then has been really cool about opening their doors to comedy as well so um i don't care about my social media cleveland comedy festival yeah river city comedy festival yeah for sure well definitely please check that out definitely check out marty buy some koozies buy some stickers buy some bands i'll go get your koozie now hell yeah you will Come on back in, and then uh, we'll get a picture with my koozie, and then that's it. Kyle, buddies, thanks for uh, thanks for coming, man. It was yeah, good seeing you again, me. man. Yeah, likewise, man. Yeah, next time you come back, we'll just like, watch a movie or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. de- definitely let me know how the, the, the festival's going. I'm excited for you. Yeah, man. come out to the show. Let me know. For sure. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs>